Welcome to the Smarter Building Materials Marketing Podcast, helping you find better ways to grow leads, sales, and outperform your competition. And now, here are your hosts, Zach Williams and Beth Popnikoloff. All right, everybody, welcome to Smarter Building Materials Marketing. So this is going to be a little bit of a different podcast episode because it's been a little bit of a different kind of week. You're probably home listening to this right now when usually you'd be listening to this at work or maybe on your commute, on the way into a job site or work or somewhere else. We've heard from a lot of clients and companies and colleagues out there, and they all have very similar questions. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of uncertainty around what's going on with the economy and what this means for companies out there. And many businesses, frankly, are never going to be the same. They aren't. That's just the reality of of what's been going on. We're all having to adapt, and a lot of companies are going to have to adapt in the long run too. And so there's two things I want to talk to you about today. In preparing for this episode, what I've been referring to them as is the two M's, the M&M's, if you will. (laughs) And obviously, one of those M's is marketing. There's some incredible marketing opportunities I want to talk to you about. And there's actually some data in the building product space I'm going to share with you here in a little bit. But the other M I want to talk to you about, the first M, is mindset. There is so much we don't have control over right now. We can't control the economy. We can't control how quickly we can get a cure. We can't control what other people do around us. But what you can control in the area you have the greatest ability to impact your life is your mindset. Your mindset has the greatest opportunity to impact your life. Not just right now, not just in this crisis, but in every day of your life. And when crisis hits, people tend to throw mindset out the door. It's really easy and fun to talk about mindset when things are easy. When stuff like this goes on, when all of your plans are thrown out the window, that's when mindset is really needed. I was talking with my team and prep for today's podcast, and I was actually sharing with them in our all-hands meeting. We have this all-hands meeting once a month. And I was saying, you know, the thing that people need more than anything, not just businesses, but people need, is visionary leadership. We are at such a critical point in history and in our lives where if we aren't really careful about what we are believing, if we're believing the voice of fear versus believing the opportunity ahead of us is better, it can wreck a lot of lives. So my challenge to you today is to not pass the panic. Don't pass on panic to other people. Don't allow fear to dictate your thinking. Don't allow it to squeeze you so much that you make irrational decisions or decisions that you would otherwise think aren't very smart. Be a visionary leader, regardless of your role, regardless of what you do, regardless of your company, what's happening around you. Don't allow those things to dictate who you are. Make that decision to level up, if you will, right? I was talking to a CEO recently, talking to them about the 2008 recession. I was saying, hey, you know, a lot of companies had to persevere in that moment. And perseverance is, is a great thing to talk about. And what we're sharing is that it's fun to reminisce about after you live through it. But in the midst of it, it's hell. In the midst of going through crisis and uncertainty, it's hell. And it's difficult. And for a lot of companies, they're feeling that squeeze. They're feeling that uncertainty, if you will. And it makes me think about Mike Tyson. <laughs> because Mike Tyson has this great quote where he says, everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. And a lot of companies have gotten punched in the mouth. And this is the hard part is they don't know what to do. And so mindset, what it does is it allows you the opportunity to look at your current circumstance as an opportunity instead of an obstacle. And I'm not saying we take advantage of people during this time, but what I am saying is that the truly visionary leaders are the ones that look at any opportunity and say, what is the greatest potential for me ahead? What's the greatest potential for my team? What's the greatest potential for my business? 
And they look at that relentlessly instead of at the things that are screaming failure, the things that are screaming, be fearful. So the thing I want to challenge you with today is to lead with conviction. Be that truly visionary leader. Silence the panic, the fear, the anxiety, and press on. I love what Warren Buffett says, to be fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful. This is an incredible opportunity in front of us. I'm going to dive into this marketing tactics here in a minute, but I just, from me to you personally, I want to encourage you and know that number one, you're not alone. And number two, it's in you to lead in any capacity within your organization and in your mindset as well to overcome. So enough of the pep talk, let's jump into some marketing tactics now. So one thing we're seeing here, and I think that it's important to look at what's happening in the marketplace. You know, I heard this recently, I really believe in it. When times are good, you should advertise. And when times are bad, you must advertise. It's not opportunistic, but here's the reality is that consumers and your audience, I don't care if you market to architects or builders or end consumers or DIYers, it doesn't matter. People want to be reassured in a time of uncertainty. The thing people are craving the most is certainty. Like it's, that's the reality of it. So if you pull back, if you are hesitant, if you are unsure and you clamp down on advertising, it's almost always the wrong mistake. I was talking to a very large bank this past week, completely outside of building products. And they said that in 2008, they clamped down on their advertising. They clamped down on their marketing. And they said that they felt the repercussions for it for years because all of the other players in their industry pressed for, they actually put their foot on the gas pedal. And it took them a long time to recoup because people thought in the back of their mind, well, what happened to X, Y, and Z bank? Well, why did they pull back? I never see them. Is something wrong with them? There's all of those questions in the background. And a lot of the companies we've been talking to over the last week or two in, in the midst of this see that very same opportunity. Now, there's some data to support that too. The other thing, if we look at what's happening with the coronavirus, is that people are stuck at home. And so there's not a lot of things they can do other than obviously they can do their work that they got in front of them. But what we're seeing across the industry is really two things. Number one, research is increasing. Research is increasing, especially for some very specific building product categories because people are in their home and they're looking at issues with their home. They're literally stuck in there and they go, I don't like that one thing. I don't like this. We've got a client who's in the DIY space and we told them, hey, we think you should actually double your advertising because what's happening is people are at their homes and they're going, I want to fix this thing. I want to improve this thing because I'm looking at it all day. And so search demand is actually up. And so the two things we're seeing is that on almost every category, search demand for building product categories is actually up. There's a few that are not, but for the most part, they're up because people are in their homes and they're looking at them. And that also goes for the commercial space because people, architects, general contractors, whomever are in their homes, all they can be doing is researching and planning. So there's still a ton of education happening. People aren't shutting down and hiding in a hole. They still have to work and do their job. And so what they're doing is they're researching. The other thing is that some people are pulling back from an advertising standpoint. So on one hand, there's an increase in intent, an increase in search demand, meaning more people are searching. And on the other hand, there are companies who are apprehensive saying, I don't know if I want to spend on advertising. And so what this is creating a massive inequality on Google specifically. What this means is that if you are in these different categories and you aren't doubling down on advertising, you are missing out on underpriced attention. And let's just take the economy out for one moment. If I told you that, hey, there's going to be a point in time where your competitors are going to pull back on advertising, but at the same time, 
all of your potential customers are going to see an increase in research and awareness. They want to literally find more products. You would go to the bank and say, ching, let's make this thing happen, right? Like you would be all in on that. That's what's happening right now. I don't care if you focus on DIY or not, even if it's a portion of it. This is across the industry. People at home, people are researching. Don't pull back on your advertising. If anything, double down and find ways to get in front of your audience, which kind of brings up the next point. The next point is we need to find ways to engage with our audience more effectively. And this is, I think we're seeing this across the industry too, is that people are trying to find ways to continue to sell and build relationships digitally. Now more than ever before is your website, your content, your social, everything digital exponentially more important. And it's not just right now because the coronavirus is big. Even after they find a cure and we find a way out of this, this is going to become exponentially more important because people are being forced to go online. I was talking to a manufacturer earlier this week and they're asking for training for their sales team on how to use and leverage digital means of communication, whether that's Zoom or other different digital marketing tactics in order to make sure that they're getting in front of their audience. You've got to be finding ways to continue to build relationships. That's just the name of the game. Everybody is scrambling to find ways to get in front of their customers. But the great thing is that people are stuck at home and they have no excuse for why you can't meet with them. Be that reassuring voice. Be that place of certainty for them. Double down on the awareness in front of you, that underpriced attention, and go after it. Have that conviction. Be creative with how you get in front of them. Think about webinars. Think about content. Think about virtual trainings. Think about virtual trade shows. When other people are panicking, you need to pivot. When other people are freaking out, they're fearful, that's when you double down. That's when you're that reassuring voice. People can't go out, so what are they doing? They're on social media right now, scrolling through. I guarantee you, my sister-in-law, she's an interior designer. What's she doing? Planning, 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 researching, 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 constantly looking for new products. This is when you've got to go all in because people are there. And as I mentioned, it's not just a one-time thing. People are going to continue to shift because the people in the industry who have been laggards or behind the eight ball not using technology, are being forced to use it. So the level of comfortability coming out of this crisis is exponentially increased. So it's not just a one-time thing. And I'm not just saying this because I'm a digital agency owner. I'm just being real with you. This is the reality of the world we live in. This also means you thinking about how can you get closer to your customer, thinking through distribution, thinking through e-commerce, thinking through different ways of building relationship, selling your product, getting closer to them. The reality is, the way people build relationships is changing. It's changed. It's not just because of the coronavirus. It's shifting online. If you look at younger generations of people, the way they build and nurture and create relationships starts online and continues to build online. This is your opportunity to get training, to find out more about what makes your customers tick, to get that research and insight and connect with them, whether that's through social or content you create or webinars or video. If your customers are stuck at home, you need to meet them at home. You need to find ways to get in front of them. Here's something wild. So I was mentioning search intent earlier. So for example, things like windows or shutters or anything exterior, there's literally been a 4,000% increase over the last couple of weeks because of people being at their home. For doors, for example, or sliding door coverings, for example, a 3,800% increase Flooring, very specific types of flooring, we're seeing 40, 60, 250% increases in traffic and in search intent online. Even roofing, roofing contractors, you may not see people actually closing the loop and making the purchase, but what we are seeing is people are researching. You've got to be out there. You've got to be finding new ways to get connect with people. If you do that today, you're going to win tomorrow. So the three things you need to be doing are ads, 
content and social. And when I say ads, I mean, how do we get more eyeballs on your brand? Fewer people are paying for it, but more people are searching for it. Be the solution they're looking for because they're out there looking for it. Number two, content. I use this term loosely. It can be written content, it can be video content, it can be audio content. Helping your team learn how to create content is going to help them connect with your audience exponentially more than you can do on your own. If you've got a salesperson in a given territory and they know how to create content and you've got other salespeople in other areas and they can reuse, repurpose, create their own things and post on social media and post in their own community, it's going to help them be much more effective in reaching your audience, not just you doing it for them. And finally, social. Social is the game. Where do you think architects, builders, contractors are spending time in their off time? They're on social media. They're on LinkedIn. They're on Instagram. They're spending time. They're researching. They're finding new products. That's where they are. You need to be out there looking for them, engaging with them, commenting on their content, trying to DM them to create conversation and create connection so that when doors do open back up, you can connect with them and get those conversations and those leads started, right? So you can get those sales started. Me telling you to go and create more content and create more social and create more video is like a no-brainer. You have to be doing those things. The thing you need to be figuring out right now is how do you train your salespeople to do that? Because when you can train your salespeople to do that, you're going to exponentially grow your ability to reach more people. Your salespeople have been trained and learned how to sell face-to-face are now being forced to use digital means. So not only should you be creating content, but you should be showing them how to create content. Whether that's video, them out in the field, Maybe they're doing a little virtual demo of a product right in their home, connecting with their audience. Maybe they're doing a Zoom webinar. Finding ways to engage with people using technology is going to not only help them today, but also equip them to be more effective down the road. That also means finding ways to find your audience on social media. Do you know how many architects, designers, builders, contractors live on Instagram? If you've got nothing else to do, find ways to go and engage with them, like their content, comment on it, build a relationship so that when doors open back up, you can go meet with them out in the field. This needs to be part of your training for your team. So not only do you need to be doubling down on marketing, you need to be doubling down on training your team to be more effective marketers, especially your salespeople. Again, you're going to see some short wins here, but this is also the long game. If you can begin to bring these things into your organization, you're going to see long-term impact. That's not only going to help you as we come through this in Q3, Q4, but it's going to have a long-term impact on the viability and success of your company in the long game. Speaking of training, we're going to have some great training coming up here over the next couple weeks in an effort to help building material manufacturers leverage digital more effectively. I encourage you to go to venvio.com slash webinar. We've got a number of webinars coming up. They focus on how do you build awareness today? How do you connect with your audience more effectively using technology? And what content is actually going to help you convert more leads to customers? With that, I hope you found this podcast, although a little different, helpful. I'm Zach Williams. Until next time, thanks everybody. You've been listening to Smarter Building Materials Marketing with Zach Williams and Beth Popnikola. To get the resources mentioned in this podcast, visit venvio.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening.